Hey everybody, it's me, Mama D, and welcome to another conversation with friends. My guest this evening is Dale McCarthy, and she is an animal communicator. Now, first off, thank you very much for agreeing to come on, especially considering it's Mother's Day. And whether we have two-legged or four-legged, our babies are always wanting our attention. And I know you have a lot of four-legged ones around. <laughs> I do, but thanks for having me on. It's uh, it's always so interesting to get to explain what I do because most people don't yeah. don't know what it is. No, and this is it. And some people think they have they have their idea of what an animal communicator is. Yes. You know. So let's let for those who don't know who you are, you want to tell everybody a little bit about you. Uh, I'm Dale McCarthy, and I call myself an animal communicator. And to me, you know, some people might have heard a horse whisperer or a pet psychic. And I call it animal communication for me because the way I do it is that um, I actually get their thoughts and images and feelings. And so that to me, it's communication and I can ask questions back and yeah. then I get information back. So it's animal communication and I do it for people, owners around the world um, that want to know what their animals are thinking or any issues or behaviors or, um, you know, even the unfortunate thing about a decision to, to let it pass on. They'll mm -hmm. let me know if they're ready or not ready. So yeah, it's, it's uh, very intriguing and emotional when I do the sessions. That That's for sure. Because for, for me, the way I think of animals, they are, because they can't verbalize words, most of it's through emotions. Yes. You know, like you can tell when your cat or dog is sad. So, you know, for us, it's just like for people who don't connect with animals, it's like, oh, like on X, I'd be like, I can tell when he's so sad, he's got that swoochy, looky face. And I just, but you get the feeling. So, I mean, it's more, it's a little bit more intense. Yeah. And that's what people say is that, you know, animals, are they actually talking to us? And yeah, they are. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is that they, you know, not just the wags or, you know, the, the meows or the, the barks or whatever it may be. They they get what we're thinking all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's us who don't understand them. It's they understand us very well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's OK if I share a funny story because I was what? doing a, a session for um, a couple. And the um, so what I do beforehand, I do the session. I just want name, age and sex. If you know the breed, great. If you don't, it's OK. Don't want anything else because I sit down for a couple hours before I do the, the uh, video call with the um, client and I write all the thoughts I get. And because I've been doing this for um, 18 years, I now know that even if I get very strange things, it doesn't matter. I write them down. Yeah. And I really want questions ahead of time. So I, what the dogs let me know, this, these two dogs, is that their owners were expecting um, addition in the household. So, and there's other things I write down too, but when I start the call and I tell the owners what the first notes that the, the dogs brought up, they both went, uh, and they went well, what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, and they said, oh, the, oh, um, my sister's coming to stay from Australia for two weeks. And I went, hmm. No, that's not what they're talking about. They're talking about like a baby. And they went, how do the dogs know about this? And I said, and why? And I said, because you're talking about it and you're thinking about it and you're, you're talking about how it's going to affect them. So anything that goes on in your household, they know about. And they said, well, we haven't even told our family. And I said, well, the dogs know. <laughs> so, and that's what they wanted to share with their owners is like, you know, you know, talk to us about it. Let us know, you know, like just we're okay. And they just know everything that's going on in the household. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is, is people think that, well, I've never, 
you know, I don't, I don't talk to my, they, how am I supposed to, how do they understand me? Do they, you know, they just understand sit because it's a repetitive word. But I believe that, you know, Onyx understands everything that goes on. And it's not just because it's, you know, it's a repetitive thing. He understands. And that's what a lot of people don't get. Yeah. Um, between animals that you've done now, I know you've, you've done, you've worked with horses. Yeah. That was actually your first connection. Yes. <clears throat> you want to tell us what happened with the, with the first connection? Yeah. So it's just weird all of a sudden. But yeah, no, um, it's, yeah, I start with horses. And then someone said, can you do dogs? And I go, I don't know. And then dogs. And it's so funny because I will try things. And so I did a rabbit. You know, interesting, but because they're not as involved as much with the, the, the household, mm -hmm. right? They're not like a dog or a cat, which is round, or like even a horse that you spend a lot of time with. There was information, and it matched what um, the personality, because I described what the rabbit thought of itself in the household. And they went, oh, yeah. But it wasn't as much information, because sessions are usually about an hour, hour and a half, believe okay. it or not. And um, But then I was working with a woman from Norway, and she said, well, I've got um, – uh, six pets and I went oh my god like that's a lot to do in one session but okay we'll try it and and mm -hmm. she had a couple of dogs and a cat and then donkeys and chickens oh, <laughs> so, so I got some information from the donkeys and chickens again not as much as I got from the dogs and the cats in the house yeah. but I got more but yeah they still had things to say <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm curious to wonder what the donkeys were telling you it's like, oh, I am not an ass, okay? <laughs> she also had an ass, too, but I did not do that one because I started to run out of time. And also, it gets to the point where when there's too many animals, so mm -hmm. probably maximum I can do is like four, um, but I've done six um, and done, you know, and it, it's just that they share the time. There's just fighting for who wants to talk the same as it would be at a family dinner or family yeah. gathering. Who's talking, right? So it's the same. And because I don't have control who's at me, sometimes I think I might be talking to one animal and then another one's coming in. Okay. Okay. Now you deal with animals that are here. Okay. Have you ever had to deal with an animal that has passed? Would you, somebody's lost a pet and they want to connect with it. Do you deal with that as well? Absolutely. And most of the time, even I was doing a uh, session, I can't remember if she was from Australia, I think, and her, um, it was funny, she gave me the names of her pets mm -hmm. that were here. And I didn't know she had a passed on one. So when I'm doing my writings, gets information, and they give her a little hints of their personality. So when I connect with a person and I describe them, and so for one, I went, oh, my God, he thinks he's so handsome. And she goes, oh, my God, I say that to him every day. And I went, okay. Oh. And another one that says, you know, it was um, a, a matriarch. And she goes, that's what I think. So they give me these key words to match what um, their humans think of them. And so um, this woman I was doing a session for her, and then I'm writing some personality. She said, oh, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> Those are my three chihuahuas. That's the fourth chihuahua that passed on. So it, so they don't have to be here. I work with animals that um, one horse had passed away five years ago. Another cat I was working with had passed away a year before. One was a year. One was a month. So their energy is still around us. So yeah. it doesn't matter whether they are alive or passed on. They will still communicate with me because they want their owners to get important messages. True, true. Is there an animal that's more difficult than the rest? Between cats, dogs, like house animals, we'll say. Um, there, there isn't. There's just uh, an, an instance I had once is where the 
animals didn't want to share a lot of information. And it was interesting because I couldn't figure out why. And, and, and I'm thinking while I'm talking, if I'm looking away, that's why. Is it there was it was where the animals just didn't want to delve into some things because of their health and they didn't want anything negative. Like the animals would never really say they, they don't mm. like bad things, right? Like even when I had one where it was um you know, it had really bad behavior, but what it told me, like I could tell it was trying to say that, but it wouldn't let me say that. So I said, hmm, it has a few idiosyncrasies <laughs> because they don't like anything negative. So so there isn't anyone harder. It's just I've had one instance where it was harder to connect with them just because the two did not want to share kind of the, the, the bad information that was coming across. Um, and sometimes, too, I was dealing with uh, um, a, a pet and I can't remember the, the uh, somewhere in the states, and unfortunately, it was the dog. Let me know it had a terrible life beforehand, and it did not want to describe what it had been through. But what I got is I just got such devastating feelings and sadness, and just intense emotions of what this animal had been through. So he was pretty difficult to work with because he was in a bad space of, of what he'd been through. You know, and, and the owner did explain to me that she got him from Iran. Um, he'd been found. In a, in a river and uh, basically trying to be drowned by some kids and just so just um, yeah where he didn't want to he didn't want to talk at all and unfortunately the woman's having problems to, with his behavior to try and get him to be okay with her family and it was a, it was tough it was really yeah. tough it was hard to get through too I guess I guess in a, in a way that's kind of like if I talk about it then it'll bring up all the bad feelings again and and it'll it'll make it real again so that like a lot of people are like that they don't want to relive and discuss things that went wrong because then they might feel they feel that it might bring it back up so maybe the, the dog was the same way he didn't want to talk about it because it would bring it you know yeah. he was more he just I think he was beyond I think he was so damaged was the problem okay. for him it mm -hmm. was just so hard for him to even deal with it and and I I did a session with a woman and we did another call about six months later and there was still so many you know we, we fixed a couple of behaviors and, and and so she could understand and do them but it was just so hard because he'd had such a rough start. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a couple of comments in the chat room. Uh, Tracy, Bertie, my dog, is so switched on. When I'm with my parents, we try and talk in code so he doesn't get too excited about walks and food, etc. But he's cracking the code words now. <laughs> he's a good too, so he's a smarty. I see him. He's adorable. Well, so the problem is, too, is that we think that, like, going to get a leash um, lets our dog know we're going for a walk, right? Mm -hmm. Or if we say something, they get our thoughts, so we don't even have to say it, yeah. right? And that's the well, the example I used about the um, the couple having a you know having a thinking of having a baby. So when you even think like, oh, I should go for a walk right now, that thought's already in the dog. So you can have any type of secret language you think, but as soon as it's in your head, that animal knows. So it's kind of like you can't have the thought. It's like, <laughs> mom, don't even try and mess with me. Yeah. <laughs> And another example is that I was doing a session for a couple and, and the dogs brought up about how, or sorry, two cats. And they said they want to talk about the hardwood flooring. And they go, what? Like, how did that come up in a session? I said, well, you guys must be talking about getting hardwood flooring. And they say that you're not sure. They want to know, they want to talk about it. So they want to be included in all the family discussions too. So, yeah. Uh-oh. So when we do renovations in our houses and make changes, Make sure that you speak to your pets and let them know what's happening because otherwise, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Dave in the chat room. My dog 
was in some sort of pain yesterday. He couldn't jump off or on, on or off the back of my ute, uh, even when he even went off food. Yeah, no, sometimes what can happen, same as um, with, with animals, is that they will give us signs that there's something really wrong. Um, now, the other thing to know is that their pain level is different than ours because yeah. they're not like humans that go, oh, my God, I feel this, I know it. They will sometimes have like, you know, they might jump wrong and they'll put out like their, their knee joint or something, but they'll mm -hmm. just adapt. And it can take them like a day or two days to somehow just like get back to normal and have something going on. So the best thing to do is to just watch them and see how they are the next day and if things are, are the same. And then also too, is they will give us signs like they will let us know, but yeah. they have this thing too, is that they are, if their love of life is so great and they're having so much fun and their pain is and discomfort is, we'll call it discomfort is so mm -hmm. much less. They just keep going. So some days they can just have an off, you know, like something yeah, that's not working. Like so never panic after the first day. Always yep. see like, you know, um, unless it's something where my dog started to go into shock because um, it was run over, um, unfortunately. But she was fine after. But it was just this thing where um, they otherwise sometimes it's just they've eaten something. I had one dog where it let me know it ate something and it must have been like on a grass field. And so there's mm -hmm. some issues with its eating. But after two days, it was OK. So just wait for a bit. Yeah, Dave says he's eating now, but he hasn't left his bed. Aw, yeah. so thing is that um, to just maybe feel and see if there's, um, feel him and just put your hand on different places of his body and then look in his eyes and just see if you get anything from there as yeah. to um, whether there's anything that bothers him more than the other. Yeah, it's like a while and, back. And, um, and, sorry, and talk to him and talk to the animal and say, like, look at that, what's going on? I need to know you know, how you're doing and feeling and, you know, just give me signs. Yeah. As like a while back, Onyx, um, he started limping and his back leg was kind of like loose and I, can, I can't put it into the way. And, but he didn't seem to be in any pain. And my husband's like, we've got to wrap it up. We've got to bring him to the vet. And I said, just give him time. Let's see. And he's like, not a problem. Cause even though it was to us, it seemed like it was something that should be painful. The dog was like, oh, not a problem. I'm just a little more careful when I jump down, you know, it's like you said. And then while he had a, an issue here, I always take his face and I rub him here. Well, this side was sore. He would actually yip. And my husband's like, oh, my God, there's something wrong. We have to take him to the vet. And it was a Saturday. So it's, vet's not open till Monday. So I said, let's just keep an eye on it, whatever. So by Monday, you know, like you want to go to the dentist, you know, and his toothache's gone. He's all fine. And I think what he did was he scratched himself where the cat and him were playing and he sort of scratched himself. So the two days of just paying attention because I couldn't see anything because all yeah. that little furry little chin thing going on. But, I, you know, I was like, OK, we just put some put some um, antibacterial gel on it. So if it's a scratch, we're good. You know, it's like but by Monday when I was ready to go to the vets, he was like, mm, nothing wrong. You can touch me again. Pet me all over the place. Well, same as humans, like, you know, all of a sudden you can spray your foot or have something going on. And then a couple of days later and, and they they are so amazing. Like I was watching an Instagram post the other day. It was a cat without a paw. The cat did not know it didn't it was missing a paw. So yeah. it immediately adapted. It was amazing. I know. I, I, I love watching the Instagram and now the Snapchat and not Snapchat. What is it? TikTok. Okay. I signed up for TikTok. I'm like puppies and kitties and i'm just like fanatic about it it's so adorable um tracy says brilliant what do we go brilliant we always say he reads our minds so yes 
but he does. He does. <laughs> I'm kind of scary sometimes. I'd always wonder like, you know, oh, so do they know everything I'm thinking? But that's why oh, people say, well, they know when I'm sad and they know when they need me. And it's it's because they get that. They get your yeah. emotions, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sharon Phillips in the chat room asked a question. Have you ever spoken to wild animals? So the difference is the reason, um, you know, I do when I'm, if I'm out somewhere and, you know, or I've been somewhere, well, I'll try it. But the thing is that it's hard to know because I always like having an owner or a human there because they will be able to say, if be able to um, acknowledge whether I'm right or not. Because that's the thing too, is that when I do sessions with the owners and I, I, I describe them and, you know, I did one the other day um, and it let me know that it's coloring was different and people always commented on it. And I wouldn't know that, right? And so she yeah. said, yeah, people always say, oh, what, like, kind of breed and this beautiful coat. But it lets me know that. The thing is, when I work with a wild animal, <laughs> who would give me the answers as to if the information I'm getting is correct? Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's so, nice. I mean, I could do it, but I don't know whether I'm right. I mean, you always doubt yourself, right? But, yeah. Because yeah. I think a lot of people see that there's an animal communicator, and she she's very popular online, and she has yeah. YouTube videos, and she's a, I'm not sure where, I think she's in Africa. Yep. Yeah. Or over in the UK. And so everybody, because she deals with, with wild animals, but the, the animals that she deals with are still still have a human in their area. It's not just like uh, um, the one that always raises my question is the, um, not my question, my, my piques my interest is the uh, the panther, the black pan, the black jaguar, black panther. Because I think, I think those are gorgeous animals. I kind of have one that spirit-wise who wanders around and lets me know when he's here and why I should <laughs> shouldn't be petting an orange cat but um okay and so, uh, and so on the wild animals yes like i mean basically and to me that they are people like the horse whisperer that have that have this energy and mm -hmm. just where the animals feel comfortable and easy with them and so you know it's interesting because my husband and i were walking down the street and or we were walking in some trails the other day and a dog stops and the owner's trying to go that way. It stops and keeps looking at me. And I know that they want to say something. So they have that thing, but it's just like, you know, I do what's called a permission. So I don't talk to anybody unless they either give me permission yeah. to talk to them or whatever. But so, yes, I mean, I can understand the, you know, is it possible to talk to wild animals? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't have to live in a place where I have them very close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it's funny because like, like, you see, you see the TV shows about the the mediums who go into grocery stores and and right. do readings for people or go into wherever, and and people don't think that it could be the same thing for you with animals because you'd be like walking, you know, going into the thing, a cattery. I love this thing. My friend in the UK, he goes to a cattery. He's a medium, and yeah. he does fundraisers for them. And this this store, it's where you can go and have snacks and whatever. But you have cats, and you pay to just sit there and yeah. pet the cats. So I'm like. That would be an interesting place to go to have a conversation with all those cats. They'd be like, hi guys, you know. That'd be a little intense, but yeah, it's, it's so it's so funny because I uh, when I was doing a, a pilot for a show is that um, I did some just you know walking along the street and talking to people and I was at the beach one day and there was a woman there with uh, she was pregnant with her dog and I said I'm sorry you know can I just say something to her? I said that you might think this is not my business but I just need to tell you what it's thinking and what you need to do and she just said to me she said thank you and I said yeah but usually I don't like giving advice unless. Mm -hmm. Someone asks, right? But it's just that the situation, I just felt that the dog needed to be comforted by what was going on. Yeah. 
and what the changes that were going to happen. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, it is that thing where I could, you know, when I see people, like I remember being um, down at the barn where my horse was one day and there was a woman there with her daughter and the horse and there's huge issues going on. I would have liked to say something, but I don't. Yeah. Well, you also got to ju judge the situation. Sometimes yeah. you realize that, you know, the, you know what's going on, but the, the, the humans are not going to be open to, to hearing what you have to say. Yeah. So that's also, you know, but I think that goes well with pe people who, who do readings for humans. Yeah. So it, I think, I think it's probably a little more difficult because a human will say, no, I don't want to hear it or just, you know, okay, yes, I want to. But a human hearing about what their pet has to say, sometimes they're like, my dog doesn't talk, you know, and sh this is my baby and, and it's all perfect. And the dog is going, uh, no, don't put me in that damn tutu again, please. <laughs> yeah and it's so funny because they and the things they share and so that's why i always say you should have a box of kleenex when i do the session oh. because they will make you cry because of either joy or sadness or um they make you laugh uh because mm -hmm. sometimes how they describe themselves or what they'll say about their owner is hilarious because you know the owner might think that they're they're in charge and and the pet will give me the hierarchy of each you know whenever i do a session they tell me certain things it's like where they fit into the household and and different aspects of it so it's always entertaining and i, and I think i'm gonna have to sign up for one of for a reading for you from from my babies and because i'm i'm just i'm i'm curious to want to know what they think about about this family about this crazy household that'll be interesting so when you when you when somebody reaches out to you okay first off let's get this this if i can get if i can be the good little hostess and get my sit right um this is your website www.dalemccarthy that's m c c a r t h y.com yeah. so you can go there the the website's in the process of an upgrade but it's still working it's still, I was there before. <laughs> yeah, I'm just having it updated because um, there's a lot of frequently had questions I'm having redone because people want to know, like now because I use a video conference call program like this, um, but one called Zoom, and I do it around the world. So it explains, you know, uh, how many pets can I have? You know, can they be passed on? Um, because, you know, questions like that. So um, I'm just having it revised plus a lot of comments because people send um uh comments of what a difference it's made like i had one the other day and she says okay i can't believe a difference already within a week um on the cat's behavior and i go okay yeah. that's perfect yeah it's nice to be able to get the confirmation that that the connection that you made the information that you gave the the human is like yep you know it did it makes one heck of a difference also they can email you at dale at dale mccarthy.com correct so if you have questions or you want to know uh, what her prices are if you don't go to the website so it's dale at dalemccarthy.com. And um, so I'll be like, so you want like just, like you said, just a picture? No, no, not even no? a picture. Okay. No, and see, for me, the least amount of information I have, the better, because I want everything from their perspective. And okay. I will give another example. I was doing um, a session for a woman from California, and I knew it was a male. Um, of course, I can't remember the dog's name at this time, and um, and his age. And so when I'm writing the thing, he told me that he was a lap dog, that he could sit in her lap 24-7, like he just loved to be cuddled. He was one of those dogs, you know, you just wanted to hold all the time. So this is what... He described to me when we do when I'm doing the call with her and I tell her this, she laughs and she goes, well, do you want to see what he looks like? And I said, sure. And she goes, well, before I tell you, just so you know, he weighs 135 pounds. 
Now, if I had a picture, yeah, I that would have not believed what he told. And I said, well, is that true? She says, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe it. Everyone around here, because she works at a, a pottery studio where he goes with her every day. She goes, okay. everyone laughs because as soon as I sit down, he tries to crawl on my lap. He has, and that's the thing. They don't look in the mirror and go like, oh. Yeah, they, they don't realize that they're huge. No, they still no. think, yeah. Yeah. So, no, I don't want photos because, you know, they'll describe themselves like, you know, whether there's I had one where it said, oh, you need to ask about need to talk about my eye. And I so when I told the owner and she said, you know, it was a gift from her daughter and she said oh, she owns her daughter. And, you know, she says, Dale said something about an eye. Did you tell her beforehand? And she goes, no, I don't. I haven't even talked to her. Like, <laughs> so, okay. Yes. So they'll bring stuff up. Yeah. And it's it's. um um Hold on a second. Tracy said, I was very, hold on a second. I was very blessed to meet Monty Roberts several years ago now, but his relationship and understanding of horses was phenomenal. Yeah. And that's where I consider the difference is that he is someone that works with their behaviors. So same as Cesar Milan. He is wonderful with working with the, um, he works with the behaviors and mm -hmm. also what's in as what a dog's natural behavior is. But see, that's why I, you know, we, I think we can all work together because I'm doing it where I'm actually getting their thoughts. So it's not, you know, if there is a behavior issue, it's understanding where the behavior issue comes from. He can help fix yeah. it. So I feel like I work with their, their their mind and their soul, and vets work with the behaviors, and Monty and, and Caesar work with their behaviors, right? Like yeah. as by that I mean just their energy, and uh, just trying to figure out what they should be doing, what 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 their natural behavior is from that um, species. Yeah. Now you have not always been an animal communicator. You <laughs> no. were in you were in the corporate world for a while. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was a producer at a television station for a number of years, and um, and uh, it was. I loved my job. It was great. Um, had, it was just amazing and lots of hours. And I didn't really talk about what I did um, because when I started doing this, um, so it's probably 18 years where I started doing it, letting people know. But it was it was very quiet originally because I even thought I was a little strange. I was concerned about, you know, like when this happens, you know, it's bizarre. And, and luckily when the animal part, I'd always been intuitive, but and, and worked with um, spirit guides before this. But when this animal thing happened, it happened to be with a group of about 15 people around. And so they got to see what I was able to do. And I didn't even understand it. Yeah. Uh, but luckily the woman that was running the course was from Arizona and had worked with animal communicator before. And she said, Oh, you're one of the best I've worked with. And I go, I'm a what? <laughs> so, um, it was hard to get used to. So it was something I just started practicing. Um, and uh, she was wonderful and just saying like, you know, a couple of uh, suggestions. And then I just started with horses, as I said, and I just started to do more, but I just kept it on the back. Like, I just didn't talk about it because I thought people would think I was crazy. Mm -hmm. And so I just was, you know, and I got asked to speak a couple of times at, at shows. And I was, like, scared even to do that because I didn't want my, my reputation yeah. in the business world in, in my area to be affected because I was very well respected. Yeah. And um, so it's funny because I feel like I came out of the closet, but not sexually, but intuitively yeah. because you know I started to talk about it and then there's more tv shows now it's more accepted people realize there's more out there than we can see so yeah. 
you know, yeah, now I'm, I'm just, I've totally just like, okay, you're normal. <laughs> yeah. And now, and it's funny because now, and I don't, it's not my job to, I don't want have to prove myself. It's yeah, just no. whether this is what I do. And you know, if you don't if understand you it, it yeah. I can explain it, but if you don't believe in it, I'm not going to convert you. It's your, yeah. it's your choice. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. and there are a lot of people out there who, and, actually less now but a lot of people out there who will be like you can't talk and they want you to okay well what does my dog say it's like yo dude you know or what i love it when when because uh, i work in in a convenience store where we sell the lottery tickets right yeah. well if you're a medium why can't you give me the winning numbers to the lottery i said well first off i'm not a medium i'm an xl thank you very much you know and that would be too for me it's a personal thing that i i wouldn't do you know, I know that they say that you can't do it for self-gain, but it's like, I just, no. If you're meant to win the lottery, you're going to win it when you're supposed to win it. I'm not going to tell you the numbers. I'll give you my digits, but I'm going to tell you the winning lottery numbers. But some people don't get it. So it's like, if they get it, they get it. And if they don't, you know, but I understand the fact that you didn't want to talk about it in the beginning because, you know, it's like, it's like for me, when I first started, when Mama D came out, I didn't want my my bosses to know. I didn't know how to tell my family what I do. Yeah, and no. then eventually, yeah. Yeah. you know, my yeah. sister was the only one who knew, but my mother and my brother, they li didn't live in the same province. So it was like, you know, and it's like, okay, fine. And then eventually I just, okay, I don't give a damn what people think, you know? So now I do things at work. I do things at home and I'm, I'm all over Facebook. One time, one of my bosses looks at me and goes, I saw you on Facebook, but you're speaking English. So I didn't understand it. <laughs> so I'm not going to translate it for you. You're going to figure that one out yourself. Well, that's a good way to do it, to have the different language. I don't have that option. <laughs> I don't have another language. doing it in French. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, that would be great. And that's what people say to me. Like, I, I did a session for, uh, to switch topics, I've done a session for Israel, Spain, France, uh, 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 Colombia, like all these different countries. And they're saying, well, how do you get it from the pet? You know, if they don't, you know, speak English. And I go, I, because the owner's not speaking to me English, but it doesn't matter. It's how the thoughts come to me. And so yeah. when I was doing the one from Israel, she's, oh, my English is, might not be great. Well, it was fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. You know, amazing. But it's just funny because a couple of words I'd use, she goes, oh, I don't understand. I'm like, okay, I'd have to figure it out. But when I described her cat to her, she goes, oh my God, like it, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's to them. It's all the, the way it comes to me is, is thoughts so that yeah. it, it isn't really a language thing. Yeah, exactly. Hold on a second. You got a little comment from Tracy. It's amazing. Oh. That's amazing how you work, Dale. That's from Tracy. Oh, thank you. And and I love that that you are. You, first off, you. I think you're the first animal communicator I've ever had on my show. So thank you very much. Well, thank you. Um, um, I've had one who was in the beginning of it, but he wouldn't wouldn't come on the show so I was like okay when you're you know I'm a safe place and and I think that's very important is that when people talk to me and when I have my guests in the chat and my guests on the show this is a safe place if somebody is being a butthead trust me they will be gone very quickly <laughs> but I like the idea that we can help people to understand what's going on like there might be somebody out there who's going through the same things that like you did back mm -hmm. in you know when you first was like there's an, I hear voices or I hear the animals or that I keep getting messages and I just don't get it. It's like, hello, Dale did it. <laughs> you can do it. You know, like it's, it's things that we have to sit there and a lot of people don't sit there and realize it, you know, that it's not, it's not, it's difficult, 
only because we put the blocks in our way. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's the thing. I was doing a session for a woman from Costa Rica the other day, and it was about her. Um, uh, it was about her dog, but also too is that she had some questions about herself. And so that's the thing too is that when I do set, and that's a, I'm not really in control of the sessions, right? Like I, yeah. I, I start out with the information and they will take it in different directions. I try and keep my notes in the order. So I start with the information I've gotten first. Yeah. And then we go through any questions the owners have, but usually the questions are already answered because the pets know what the owners want to find out about. Yeah. And so with this woman the other day, too, is that they also will share um, information about their owner. So this was where it comes sort of like a part session about the animal and then part about the owner. Yeah. Same sort of thing. She was wondering about, you know, her. She thought she had some intuitive ability. So, you know, I just um, and it's not me. I'm just a conduit. I provide the information that she needs to know of suggestions. And I call it like homework where, you know, there's things she could do um, that I get better specifically for her because. Yeah. None of them are ever the same. Like these pieces are homework. They are so that it is amazing what comes through because it is so, like I was talking to one. I said, oh, you need to think of like a singing. She goes, well, I am a singer. And I went, oh, OK, well, then this would work for you. Like it was. So good to do. So, yeah. But yeah, they uh, so I'm just um, yeah, I'm just a conduit that just lets my voice and, and mind be used by wonderful beings out there. And and I think I think that's pretty much what everybody well, what everybody should be, realize is that the person who's giving you the message is not the you're not saying you should be doing this 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 your cat the cat told you something and I'm telling you something and if the person doesn't understand it well have you ever had somebody who's like no that's just not possible I I can't believe that and you know sort of like uh, poo poos everything that you've helped them with that you've given them. Well, yeah. And I, and, and one I'll use is um, uh, it was a woman in Alaska for her two cats. And, um, and I share the story because I, it, it's interesting because it, they start very first thing. The two cats told me when I'm writing my notes beforehand is they don't, didn't, don't like tattoos. And I go, okay, that's a weird one, but okay. And this is why I trust. And then later on in the conversation or the communication I'm getting with them, they tell me that this, their home is this beautiful, warm, loving environment and changes with a bang and thump to chaos. Right. So, and there's more notes than that. So when I start the video call with this woman and I say, okay, I'll share the notes first. And the first thing mentioned is they don't like tattoos. And she said, well, you're wrong. I never got them tattooed. Um, I don't believe in it. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think you've got my cats. And I went, well, okay, then let's just, you know, I said, this is weird because, you know, I've been doing this for a while. And, and this was probably two years ago. So I've been doing it for a long time. And I went, okay, so this is, this is weird. Let's just stick with me. So when I got to the notes later on that were about the home environment, she said, oh yeah, my husband works three weeks away and comes home for two weeks. And she goes, when, um, when he comes home, he throws open the door and drops his bags. And, um, and I said, okay, well, that'd be the bang and the thump. And, um, you know, so, so hmm, by any chance, does he have tattoos? And she goes, oh, well, yeah, he's got arm sleeve tattoos. They go from his shoulder to his wrist. I said, well, I hate to tell you, but your cats don't like your husband. And, and so I said, did, do you have the cats any chance be, before you met him? And she goes, yes, I did. I said, well, the home environment's not good when he's there. So she emailed me about a month later and she said, did you know my husband was going to leave me? 
<gasps> I said, I, I, I don't, I didn't know that. I just knew the situation was not good. And I said, yeah. but that's the thing where she was just so against that the information I had was wrong, but it's just the cats were presenting it in a way that was to discuss something in a, in a, in a good way, um, mm -hmm. coming out and just going, da, 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 da. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> don't like tattoos. They got rid of the tattoos. <laughs> yeah, they did. Well, he didn't like the cats. The cats didn't like him and the home environment. So it's probably for the best, but it's just, it's hard. Right. And it's not that they yeah. like to hear bad news, but it's just that they were just letting her know that the environment was, was a huge thing, which sometimes you don't notice, right. You live in a situation and you might not be as aware sometimes because you're just either getting through or whatever it may be. And so, you know, um, but the cats wanted it to be discussed. Yeah. And and like like you said, it's important for 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 everybody to sit down and, and as as weird as it might sound, to have a conversation. Yeah, cats have good taste. <laughs> Tracy in the chat room says cats have a good taste. Well, really, my orange ginger is a cranky old fart. He doesn't like me. he likes boys. Whenever I come around, I'm good to feed him, but he likes my husband. He likes my son. It's like hello, I'm the one who saved you from the woods. Why don't you like me? I'm with the same color hair. It's like you know, but have conversations because you can see you may not be able to get what what uh, dale gets but you'll be able to see the reaction of your pet you know it's like i can tell when when onyx comes to me and he'll be sleeping and then something he'll wake up and he'll just normally just like okay what's going on and then he'll come over and sit at the at the, at the foot of my chair and look at me and he's like okay fine and then he'll put his paws up and it's like, okay he wants to be come up and get cuddled and I'm surprised he hasn't done that yet because he likes to be on camera, but not on camera. He's picky. But then he'd be like looking at the floor, looking at me, looking at the floor. He's in my arms. I'm going, do you have to go to the bathroom? They're like, yeah. So, but the thing is, he'll take me out of my office. He'll go into my bathroom. And I'd be like, I don't have to go. And then he'll go to the front door. It's like, I do. It's like, okay. You know, it's like, I'm good for the bathroom and I'm good for the food. Other than that, you know, the cat is like, no, no, I just, you better let me go out soon because he tries to escape once in a while. So having conversations with your pets as, as weird as people like, I mean, you have a conversation with spirit. So why not just have a conversation, you know, with your, with your cat, with your dog? Well, I was doing a session the other day for this woman and um, she was funny. Uh, uh, she says, I'm as old as God. <laughs> okay. So old as that. And she said she was 80 and anyway, beautiful, beautiful soul. And, um, she was upset. Anyway, the cats let me know how their start in life was. And so I said to her, I said, okay, so you've, you've, you've got rescue cats or, or adopted them. And she said, yes. And so it was so funny because she said, you know, they're just not cuddly. And I got them because I wanted to cuddle them because I miss my old cat. She said, neither wants to cuddle. I go, well, talk to them. Tell them what you want, you know, just, you yeah. know, they're, they're new and everything. So she sent me an email and she said, well, the good news is they're much more cuddly. <laughs> okay. And what was the bad news? <laughs> oh, no, that was it. She was just saying, like, she was amazed that it was just so quickly that they could change around. But yeah. 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 And then, another fun story I will share too is I was doing a session. This is a long time ago and it was for a, a girl and she had done a session for her dog because she was worried about her dog's um, behavior. And I remember his name was Charlie and anyway, we did the session and everything. And then she called me back later and said, I think I need to do one for my cat too. And I said, okay. So we came in. And, and so um, that was in my own city uh, years ago. And, and so I said, okay, so this is interesting because this cat is upset because you two were pals, you were BFFs. 
And she took that seriously. And then you got this dog three years later. Like, what are you thinking bringing this other being in? What do you need it for? And I said, she was so upset and she was so hurt because why did you do that and just change? And I said, and you'd leave with the, the dog all the time. And she just felt like she was thrown aside. And so when we're doing the session and she said, well, that she says, yeah, it's weird because the cat hasn't slept on the bed since I got Charlie. And there's just this thing where she just seems like to not want to have anything to do with me. I said, well, she's upset. So it was interesting because after we did the session, um, I got an email from her and she said, after you left that night, it's the first time in three years that she slept on the bed with us hmm. because she felt heard. She, yeah. felt heard. she felt understood. She knew that her human did not get the other dog yeah. place or anything so yeah it was just it was really neat yeah she got to say her piece or sorry he yeah. and sharon <laughs> sharon in the chat room goes charlie haha that's my husband <laughs> <laughs> well okay. you can talk to him too might not listen mm -hmm. to the dog you never know we don't always husbands are a lot less listening understanding than than the pets okay oh, yeah. <laughs> that, I, um, that i can't help with <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other kind of person yeah, yeah, it's like uh, I love this. Uh, um, this I try and find a lighter side of everything. And with this coronavirus thing, they keep saying you have to keep your six feet apart, six feet distance, or whatever it was. And I was like, one day my husband was bugging me, and he was really being a pain in the, mm. you know, in a fun way. I said, you know what? We can do the six foot distance. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, six feet underground. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, not funny. I was like, what did I put it on Facebook? <laughs> Yeah, so I said we were out golfing yesterday because now you can golf, and, and the marshal comes along and says, "Okay, so you need to be six feet apart." I said, "Does that include everywhere? <laughs> like you're not just the golf courses at at home too?" Because you know, but yeah, okay. he just went, "Oh, okay. much, you know, go in the basement, go off you go." You know, yeah, no, it works. Like I said, it's it's fun to find the the good things or the the silver lining in every cloud, and I make well, sure. I so many dogs are happy right now. It's so funny because oh, yeah. uh, you know, they're being walked more. Their owners are home. They're just, and even cats, right? Like everybody that, that has animals, you know, in their home, it's all of a sudden, it's just such a change. And yeah. it's funny because a friend of mine, her dog's exhausted. And like, I think after day three, it just went, it's like, okay, I, you know, I want to go back to my regular schedule of, of sleeping for like eight hours a day while you're at work. You yeah. know, like, there, just, there are funny memes on Facebook about it and different things coming up. Yeah. And it's like, Oh God, the dog's like, where am I? Why is she home again? Wait, wait a minute. Walk. Okay. And it's like, at one point the, 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 the video was like, when is she going to leave me alone? I'm tired of walk. Okay. Let's go for a walk. <laughs> I know, it's just it's so funny because it's like I just want to be left alone for a little bit. <laughs> Let me have my peace. Yeah. Just go for a walk by yourself, woman. <laughs> okay, we have another question in the chat room from Tracy. Does Dale know or believe that our pets can be reincarnated and have many lives with us because their lives are generally much shorter than ours? So to answer that is that so what um, this this is my viewpoint, but um, they our pets aren't reincarnated in this lifetime because the reason why I can work with animals that have passed on is because their energy is still with us. So the reason they don't reincarnate is they're still with us every single day. So it doesn't matter. Like um, I did a session where the animal had passed along away 15 years ago and the animal's still around. And I said, you get signs and um, it's amazing. The signs will do. So reincarnation is usually um, 
in either another, you know, in another lifetime, or it could be where um, a spirit guide from a previous lifetime has reincarnated as a pet. But no, for because their energy is with us. And so when we pass on, our pets are sitting there waiting for us. Okay. So I consider that it is, um, it, there's the energies around us, no matter what. So someone said, Oh, what if mm-hmm. I move? And I go, don't you worry. They're with you 24 seven now. Yeah, and then what people don't just, get, yeah. there, there's no transportation issues when they pass on because yeah. they can be wherever they want to be, whether you like it or not. And yeah. all they do is they transitioned from physical to soul form. So they're still around and it's amazing. Like, you know, I work with people who are in grief or, you know, missing their pets so much and we'll go through, um, mm-hmm what they will do and the signs they'll give. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, so for Tracy, it's just like, you know, I'm sure they've given you signs and it's amazing what they'll do. Sometimes they can move things. Sometimes they'll, uh, for someone, a song will come on or there'll be something that will remind them. I was dealing yeah. with one lady and she said she found where their dog had been digging. She went there a couple of weeks later after it passed away and there was a rock there with a paw print on it. Oh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are amazing. I mean, animals are just amazing. And and that's why uh, it's just they give us so much. Exactly. And they they do. And we don't realize half of what they do for us. So which is wild. Have you ever done um, a reading for a bird? So someone asked me that I've got a session set up for a woman with a cat, dog and a parrot. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure, you know, what the thing too is they, so what I found is when, um, you know, the same as the chickens, I'm going, God, can I do chickens? I don't know. And the chickens, the chickens actually were opinionated about a couple of things. Oh, and sure. so, yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's, if they're involved in a home, they're part of it, then yeah, they will have stuff to say. The difference is for me sometimes is like with the chickens, they were outside, they weren't as much as the dog or the cat might say, or the same as the rabbit because the interaction is one as much. But if a parrot is someone where it's like a cat or a dog to someone, then yeah. it, I'm sure it will have lots to share. I'm Ooh, looking forward to that one. Interesting. <laughs> that'll be, there'll be a fly on the wall during that, that meeting. <laughs> I, that meeting. I would love to hear what, because my sister uh, used to have an African gray um, and I would go over and I would talk to him and, and, he would look at me like I had three heads, but you know, he never stopped whenever everybody else was around, he was always squawking. But when I would be around and I would talk to him, other people would talk to him as well. And he would just, you know, la 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 type of thing. He would just shut up, you know? And it's like, dude, why is he so quiet? I don't know. I'm just talking to him. And that's like, you know, I'm kind of sort of petrified to put my hand in his cage. Cause he's like, as an African gray, he's got really strong beak. But I was like, dude, you know, conversations. I, I talk to trees. So talking to animals, <laughs> no difference to me. It's like, hey. well, everything has an energy. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Tracy says, my cats come to me in my dreams. And she says, oh, Tracy goes, how about goldfish? Oh, God. Um, so this is, again, too, is that I don't know the interaction with that. Who knows? Like, I, And that's the thing, too, is that I don't know, like, until I actually do one, and I haven't been asked to do one yet. But it's just, again, I don't think there's as much interaction, but I'm sure that as part of a household, they have something to say. 
I just don't know. I haven't done it. And that's the thing too, is that when I've been asked to do this parrot, I said like, you know, for sure I can do your other animals and we'll do the same as the woman that I did the donkeys and the chickens. I said, well, look it, we've got other animals I can work with. So we'll start and then we'll go with those and see. So, but she was quite surprised with, and, and the donkeys made sense because one was quite hilarious what he had to say. And um, yeah, so I just, I, you know, give it a try. We see, because the thing too, is that I don't know until I actually try uh, yeah. have the opportunity. Yeah, like I, have like a friend. I need a human to have it. I need a human to have to to give me the confirmation that they yeah. have gotten the crap. Yeah, yeah. Like I have a friend. He's got he's got a um, a fish tank, and he's like obsessed with this thing. He made sure that the the they had the proper plants and the fish. And he, I know he sits. He denies it, but I know he sits there and talks to them. And because every time I say I'm going to go fishing, he'd be like, "Don't you come near my fish tank." Don't come near my baby. So, I mean, and it they would have an interesting view of seeing what goes on in the house, just sitting there and like watching them. Could you imagine the stories? <laughs> and that's the thing, too, is that people, you know, like I was dealing with this woman recently where the, um, oh, she sent me an email after and she said, hmm, and I thought this session was going to be about my cat that had passed on, but it seems to be a lot about me. And I said, well, it's just that, you know, sometimes they think they're booking a session for their animal, but then there's a whole bunch of stuff that the person needs to to yeah. hear about as well. And it's so funny because they have a lot to share. And it's right. it's usually suggestions of what they want their their human um yeah. to be able to move forward. Oh yeah. I I'm I'm loving these videos that are out there now that that people are there's a an app out there that you can make your dog's mouth move. Oh, yeah. All you yeah. gotta do is sit there and and so the person is speaking for the dog. And I'm wondering how much of that stuff is actually true? You know, how much do they realize because because there was one where it's like you said, the the, the person's going the, the animal is is fake talking, going, I wanna just sit down. I don't want to eat. I don't want to go out and play. I don't want to run anymore. I just want to sit down. And when I go out, why does everybody else pay so much attention to the other dog? Why is he so pretty? I'm the girl. I'm the, you know, all this. So it, it's kind of curious as to wondering, it's like, how much of that is actually what you're getting from your pet and you don't realize it? Yeah. You know, so it would be fun to 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 examine that. Well, and it's interesting, too, because I have one session I did for this woman and this was a while ago. And. Um, she she said, oh, I suggested I call you because I got a behavior problem. And I went, okay. And so I don't even want to know that. And I said, okay, so that's fine. And then when I tell her, I, I, I said to her, and I can't remember if I shared the story with you, is that she, um, I, I, the dog let me know that this woman sits there and goes, okay, what's going on? She researches it. She goes for it. Then she diagnoses from the symptoms. And then she gives it a disease, right? And I'm going like, well, like, hold it here. What's going on? So I told her this. And she goes, well, I'm a doctor. And of course I'm going to do that. I said, well, there's nothing wrong with the dog. The issue is you. And she goes, oh, my God. And I said, you know, sometimes it is. And I said, she says, well, it, 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 it doesn't want to go. And I said, I know, because let me guess. When you're on, when you're out walking, the dog's saying, you don't pay attention. You don't want to be walking. You're too busy on your phone. You're doing all these things. And she goes, well, yeah, I'm busy, you know. And I said, well, so the dog's going, why, will, why should I go for a walk? If you don't have time, don't, don't go. And she goes, well, what about my dog walker? And I said, well, check with your dog walker and see if she's on her phone. And this is what people forget now when they're on their phone all the time. The animals actually feel it. So this dog, yeah. she said, I have to drag it to go out for a walk. And it's because it's going like it doesn't want to go. So when I told her this, and she goes, well, I don't understand how this works. And I don't believe it. Anyway, so she tried it. And then she emails me um, a few days later and says, okay, so I checked with the dog walker. And, yeah, she's usually on her phone. 
And um, <laughs> she goes, and so I said, so I told her we both have to leave our home phones home for a week. So I'll let you know how it goes. So she contacts me later and says, well, there's a big difference. And I don't know why, but I guess <laughs> she goes, I guess that's it. But it's just, this is where they will let yeah. you, yeah, like just the stuff they say is because they know what's going on in the home and they know just so much stuff of, of what their owners are going through, but and they want it, they want it solved, and they give solutions or suggestions yeah. to how to fix things. Yeah. A question in the chat, Tracy. <laughs> do you feel you have direct communication, or do your guides give you the information about the pet and/or animal? Uh, sorry, so many questions. No, don't apologize. <laughs> um, so, so what I'm doing the animal communication. And I can tell the difference when I start off, I'm getting the thoughts from the animal and mm -hmm. usually, and that's what I write down first when I start the session and there'll be a few tidbits about the owner, but then when I start the session, I will get through my notes, what the animal shared beforehand. And then I can see, sometimes I can feel that and in, I can feel like I lose sort of control, but I'm also getting information and again. And so I start always looking off to the side and going, okay, because I feel like that that's when they come in. So it's when I know what I'm doing animal session, it's totally at the animals at the beginning. And then spirit guides, if it's necessary, will come in because the animals have shared what they think their owner needs. Um, tonight I'm doing a session for, um, um, a person that wants both. So I know that I'll, I, I will start off the dog, then do it. And then tomorrow I have one that's just spirit guides. So that'll just be it. And then the next day is just animals, but I never have total, I never have total control. So I can no. So yes, but um, it's me getting the thoughts from the pet first and then the spirit guides come in separately. And I can tell the difference because with the spirit guides, I give them permission to use my voice and my body um, and to use it as a way so they can speak uh, directly and so I even feel like my voice changes um, sometimes the way I am like there's subtle differences and with the pets it's more where um, I just feel like it's a bang the bang question back you know answer back and forth because they'll have the owner will ask a question and I'll get the thoughts in and uh, before the owners will necessarily finish the question yeah because like you said they kind of already know the pets already know the questions that that your the owner is having yeah. So it's pretty much there. Uh, okay. Uh, Doris in the chat says, I would like to know sometimes what my dog Lucky Lou is saying to me. I think so. we, all, we all do, but I also think that sometimes I don't want to know what my cat thinks. Well, look, my hair looks good. And then you, your dog or your cat's going, oh, no, not really. <laughs> Well, I think too is that we do, we it is possible because it's amazing what they can even tell us with their eyes, right? Yeah. But the thing, and, and so it's just that sometimes we're just not paying attention to the clues. So mm -hmm. if we want to know, so the thing too is that when you have conversations with it, and that's why I say treat it like it's one of your family. They are. So you know, same as you would yeah. talk to one of your children. So it's talking to to the animal, and then when you're talking to them, see you know what their reactions are, what they are, are they how they are. But just you know, as I mentioned a couple of examples is that when people have talked to their animal, the behaviors have changed. Yeah. So, yeah, you can talk to them. Have a conversation with Lucky Lou. <laughs> my cat, Zowie, walks, always walks between me and my phone for attention. Uh, of course. Cats, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. 
And it's it's because too, and this is where it's interesting about um, the the coronavirus is that it's made everyone because everyone was just so much into their um, their own world, their own little their phones all the time, and paying so much attention to it. And now because there's less happening with work and everything, sometimes like the phones are being left at home, they're not being used. And I notice where where we walk, um, which is uh, trails for walking, biking, horses, you know, dog trails and everything, and people aren't on their phone as much. And it's amazing. And so it's always this thing like they're trying to get us the one thing too about animals. They're always about the present. Yeah. They're not about the past. They're not about the future. And so this is so what they're always trying to do is get our focus. So sometimes what an animal will do like um, for this cat is probably going through the thing like, where's your mind? Like, get back to me and, and pay attention yeah. and get us back into present tense. And oh, they're yeah. very good to changing our moods. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. And also, uh, our pets realized that, you know, we used to go out and then come home and we they would have our attention because we hadn't seen them all day. So yeah. you come home and it's like, oh, no, no. And you sit and you stroke the cat or pet the dog or whatever the case may be. But now it's like you're home all the time and the cat's going, well, you know, you're home. So that means you have to focus on moi because I am here, you know, because uh, I love cats. I have one. I've always had a cat in my life except my husband was allergic to them, except for some reason this orange cat, my husband has no allergies to, which is fun. <laughs> but he doesn't like me. He just, he will, it, look, my bureau is next to my bed. So at night, normally I close the door because otherwise the cat and dog chase each other around. They, they love playing. They wait for each other to attack each other. You know, the cat hides under the, the covers of the bed and then jumps out when the dog walks past. But the cat, when he gets in at night, he will, lay up on my bureau and survey me. It's like, okay. Cause it's like, it's a good thing. I have no issues about falling asleep with somebody watching me. Cause every time I close my eyes and I'll be like, the cat will be like, it's like, yo, Amber, just close your eyes. Mom's going to sleep. I'll turn over and not look at you. You know? So the cat, the, the cat, um, they pay attention. The animals pay attention. Like just because you are not gone all the time, that means you should, focus my attention and i know that i do another show with i'm a co-host on another show and sharon's cat zowie every time the the woman i co-host with comes on the air this cat zooms in front of the computer and listens and pays attention and then falls asleep and i would say well gina's boring is <laughs> gina is her voice is a lullaby for <laughs> Aww. That's so nice. Like, <laughs> and they, they are like their whole thing is to watch over us. And I remember doing a session for this woman. I said, oh, my God, I said, the cat's taking on something for you. I said, so you had something dramatic happen and you're not dealing with it. You're not dealing with the grief. And I said, so I said, it's like it's howling. She says, oh, yeah, every night at three in the morning, it goes into the bathroom and starts howling. I said, so what happened recently that you're not dealing with? And she said, well, my mother passed away and I can't I, I can't cry because if I cry, I won't stop crying and I said well this, so the cat's doing it for you yeah the cat's releasing the grief for you and I said so you need to work with it because you know it's something where you have to deal with so find a way and say like thank you for taking this on for me but I will handle it from now on yeah you have to yeah, yeah. It, it's it's strange how much our pets like I, I don't even call them pets they're our fur babies you know yeah. uh, how much they they pay attention to what we're going through. And like you said, the woman couldn't express her grief. So her cat did. Yeah. So that's just sort of like confirmation, like, hello. Um, Doris says, I talk to her all the time. 
Lucy Lou, and she sometimes tilts her head. It's like, yeah, I wonder, like, what the heck did you say, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> it's also too sometimes they're going, so you know you're talking to me and you know I'm getting it, don't you? Like it's sort of this yeah. thing, like, yeah. Because they, they also, they, I don't want to, I'm trying to think, not that they think we're stupid, but sometimes I think like, do they really know that I, you know, we get more than they think? And that I understand yeah. what they're saying? Yeah. Like, you know, do you know you're cute? And do you know, it's like, you got the look on the face going, of course I am. Hello, you've told me like 500 times a day, and I know I am. I don't need you. You know, it's like, yeah. Well, it was funny. I was doing this session for one woman, and so the dog said, well, you know, I'm a stud. And I'm like, okay. Like, I haven't had a dog say it's a stud before, but okay. So when I'm telling you, she goes, oh, my God. I say that to it all the time. I tell it's a stud, and I said, if it was a huge, it was a male, I'd marry it. And I go, and it was also interesting too, because the, the dog had let me know that they had signed a contract for eternity, right? And they were like married. She says, well, I did. I feel like this is my husband and I feel like I've got this. <laughs> it was weird, but it was so true where the cat, you know, like the story, they know that where they fit with each other, right? And how they yeah. are. And the, and the animal knows it. And so she goes, oh yeah, I call it a stud all the time. Yeah. Okay. We are almost out of time, but I'm going to get this June Ahern. She was a guest on another show. Nice lady. Uh, my younger cat turned very naughty to my senior girl, the queen of the house. How to communicate not not to be so mean to Queenie? So you can. So what you need to do is you need to tell the uh, the naughty one, you have to say enough of this behavior, right? We respect each other. And you seriously have a conversation. But this is something that you can say once. You have to, and this is where people forget, it's not like a one communication, it's continuously, right? But so like, okay, that's enough. I expect great behavior in here and you need to teach her with respect. She's older and she's wiser. And anytime there's going to be any bad behavior, there will be some type of, um, that's what I want, um, not retribution or, you know, they'll, you, you know, you have to, you have to learn. And so there has to be some type of thing where there has to be this tough love, but um, it's where, no, you can tell them to smarten up. Yeah, it's like children. Oh, yeah. You know, when brothers and sisters are fighting or sisters and sisters, when children are fighting there, you have to sit down, have a conversation with your child. And it's like you cannot pick on your sister like that. You know, so it's like, yep. So, yeah. And that's the same for them as you have to tell them, because they also get it, too, is that they know, like, you know, I'm doing one later tonight and I, I already got information. And this is sometimes it's very difficult because when I have a session, they'll start talking, even though I'm not ready to sit down in my quiet space. Mm -hmm. So what happens when I'm having a shower and I'm like, I don't have anywhere to write um, you know, or bedtime, yep. I have my phone besides my bed because when I during the next day, I have to wake up during the night and put notes in. And it's let me know that it's stubborn and yeah. she has to start making this animal behave because it's young and if it, she doesn't start it now, it's going to be way out of control. And the, and the dogs told me this. And it's like, you know, they're saying they actually tell you when they've got bad behavior. And I go, oh, yeah, because they really don't want to be that way. But if they can get away with it, they will. Exactly. Well, June says, thank you. The younger is really very <laughs> sweet and she'll get it. Good. Of it's key. Hello. Well, we're going to let you go because I know you do have uh, you have a session in about 30 minutes. So thank you very much for coming on the show um i will be connecting with you for i'm not sure whether i want the connection with my pets or i want you to connect with my daughters because i think she needs it a little bit more than mine i just want to hear what silliness goes on with they, what, what they think of the silliness that goes on in this household but if anybody wants to get a hold of dale you can go to let's get this right dale email at dale at dale mccarthy.com or check out her website, which is 
a little more in depth of what she does and the people that she deals with www.dalemccarthy.com so again thank you very much for coming on and we got we'll, we'll talk soon <laughs> well thank you so much happy mother's day to everybody thank you happy mother's day everybody that's true it's mother's day here yeah. thank you i'm gonna get fat <laughs> <laughs> enjoy your night exactly. night everyone bye